1: Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in BG247's podcast Here, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? too Like I said, you will find out in this, year's pod. Hello and welcome to vg 247s Best Games Ever podcast, uh, where we like to find the best game within a very specific category that we've come up with just to cause arguments and stuff. Uh, For example, today we're looking for the best game that you can complete in one sitting. Uh, And I have to stress that's uh, one sitting within reason, uh, not requiring a catheter or regular deliveries of food. Just one afternoon sort of like your gears of war tight six hour campaign sort of thing is what we're looking for before people get any weird ideas about stretching the definition of one sitting to their extremes uh, I think this topic is really useful in particular for people who are middle-aged or who have kids because uh, as, as I know from personal experience like you know a baby comes along and then Thanos snaps all of your free time away and and all of the joy out of your life and anyway let's uh, let's move on from that wow. uh <laughs> so i'm joined by alex donaldson donaldson uh rebecca Jones and mark warren how are you guys doing
2: good but, thanks good.
1: lovely it's been a while since you've been on the podcast donaldson isn't it because you been... don't know because
3: it's that weird thing of like we record and then yeah. and then i don't know when stuff goes out so yeah I know we didn't, obviously I was away last week, so we didn't record, so I didn't record last, I think I recorded the week before that though, All right, but it's it's that weird thing of if that one that I recorded went out pretty much straight away, and then you got some in the can, people won't have seen me for a month,
1: but it feels relatively
3: recent for me. We kind
1: of lost all track of time actually, but yeah, I feel like I haven't spoken to you for a while, so I'm just going to go with that, Yeah, Um, yeah. but yeah, and uh, Mark, you won last time you were
0: on, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, you'll, you'll regret giving me this power. This one taste of <laughs> this one taste of success that's going to drive me nuts.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I won my first one and haven't won since. So get used to that, Mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Connor, uh, bless him, uh, loves to complain every time he doesn't win, and then every now and then he wins. And if he doesn't win immediately the next time, <laughs> it's like that's when he's at his worst, proper storming off and. Uh, but, you know, it's just, just a game. Why are you mad? All right, okay. So the best game that you can complete in one sitting. And I think, first of all, I want to hear from Alex. What are you thinking of? Is it is it some mad 360-era shooter campaign? or
3: yeah, It's 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. No, um, <laughs> um, no, not a bad choice, to be fair. Um, yeah, i thought about this a lot because my first thought when I think about this sort of thing is yeah. I I, le- I leap straight to I'm old. So... I leap straight to a lot of the games on the shelves behind me, because if you pick a good Super Nintendo, Mega Drive game, you pick Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Super Castlevania.
1: I mean, if you're good at Sonic 2, it's like like 29 minutes.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, uh, I came down to, and even because I haven't sent you my pick in advance, even as I i'm talking i'm <laughs> flitting between two different games one of which is like a contemporary game yeah uh, and one of which is one of my favorite games of all time but it's an old man's game um but like and up until literally this moment i was gonna pick the contemporary game yeah um and if no one else chooses it i'll tell you what it is at the end but, okay, all right, um, okay. But having said, uh, having said the words out loud, of literally, when I first think of this topic, I think of old games because games used to be short, hmm. and you know, they used to just be short and difficult. Um, yeah, just very careful there, not to say short and hard. Um, and <laughs> they, they, yeah, they just you know, it was the arcade thing, right? They were designed. You wanted to have a game that, uh, if you could complete it, felt substantial but you didn't want it to last for too long because you wanted to get that person off the machine and put a quarter in uh, to get the next person to come and put their money in. Um, And that logic transferred over to console games as well. Um, And for me, the ultimate game where when I was a kid right through to my teenage years, right through to now, every now and then. Uh, And I'm actually really looking forward to the guys at Analog who did the the analog pocket the game the, the game boy replica and they did a super nintendo and they did a uh, and they did a mega drive and they did an nes and yeah, they just yeah. announced that just recently announced that next year they're going to be doing an n64 and probably the cartridge that when i get one of those because i will um <laughs> the cartridge that will live in that n64 will be lilac wars Star Fox 64 all um, right okay you know beautiful game rail yeah. shooter um not entirely rails actually because they have all range mode where you get full 360 degree control which was a huge deal at the time um and yeah, yeah it's just i think probably a full run of that game is about 90 minutes yeah um, yeah uh, it's obviously the, the thing that I love about it. So the other game I was going to pick was an indie game that is sort of a story experience that is about two hours long. And yeah, by the yeah. time you get to the end of it, that's it. You've seen it all. And the thing that swung me back to this literally in the last seconds before the words fell out of my mouth is <laughs> that Star Fox 64 has got a lot of, got a lot of depth to it in terms yeah. of the way some of the enemy encounters work, in terms of certain levels have secret passage passages that lead from one level to another level because obviously the way the galaxy in that game is split is the sort of a top path a bottom path and a middle path so the first level depending on what you do in the first level you either end up on the hard route or the easy route mm-hmm. and then you can either stay on the hard route or easy route or come back in to the normal route or you can do things like go through um like a, a teleport sort of space i don't know hyperspace Jump or whatever to yeah. get from the easy path to the hard path, and it isn't like this is a game giving you a choice at the end of a level. It's based on your actions. So one of your wingmen might say, "Follow me," and if you follow them, it leads to a different path. If you defeat a boss in a certain amount of time, a really good example is there's the level where there's a couple of levels in the game where you're in a tank and not a uh, not not a, a, a fighter, and in one of the levels, your tank is chasing along a train. And when you get to the boss, um, the switches you can switch where instead of fighting the boss, you basically flick the switches with your shooting to change the track. And you send the boss like flying into a a building which destroys him and blows up (laughs) this huge weapon factory. And if you do that, that's like the good ending of the level. They actually have like terminology for this. So it'll either say like mission failed, failure, mission complete, You got through it. Or mission accomplished, which is like the best possible path. So if you flick all the switches and kill the boss in that way, it sends you up to the hard route. If you fail to flick the switches and defeat the boss normally, it sends you down to the easy route. And so... Discovering all that stuff is really really fascinating and uh, it's amazing how long if you obviously these days you have the internet and you find out but it's amazing how long stuff can elude you for in that game yeah, like yeah. how long people can go without realizing there's a submarine level <laughs> because <laughs> it's on the hard path and the yeah. way in which you reach that level is you have to do a specific boss fight very very quickly um and it's if you don't know what you're looking for it's quite difficult to do um and yeah so I just uh, not only is it a game you can complete in 90 minutes but it's got these sort of permutations and stuff that encourage you to complete it over those 90 minutes more than once encourages you to come back so if you've only got an hour and a half you can yeah. enjoy this really fun little story and just muddle your way through it but if you've got a whole afternoon you can actually do it two three times and as well as the routes giving different levels different challenges different bosses you're getting different story beats as well and yeah. you're learning different things from the dialogue in the levels um you know you go for the easy route and the ultimate bad guy sort of the end of the game teaches you that he's still alive you go the hard route and you actually get a more definitive ending and learn a bit about what happened in the past
1: yeah um, yeah, yeah
3: and i just love it and it's one of those games where i remember like there was a forum i used to be really active in oh here we go this is not that this is not that this is not it's a while ago but it's not like ancient history in the sense that this will have been during the middle of the 360 gen and stuff like that but they had a thread that was like a starfox 64 challenge thread where it was like who you know who can get the highest score through the campaign and i competed in that thread and probably played the game 50 60 70 times in search of like <laughs> optimizing my route and knowing oh, you know God. it's like when you it's like when you play a lot of time crisis right you know where guys are going to jump out from so you're almost pointing at them before they appear uh which those games would also be great for this category um and so yeah Star Fox 64 it's just it's it's it is genuinely in my top 10 favorite games of all time i think there are very very few games that are so tightly wound yeah. and just there is not a thing wrong with it really yeah um, and yeah. i think it's that it, that's spoken to in the fact that uh, nintendo keeps returning to that well as well so yeah. like the most recent Star Fox game it's sort of a reboot sort of thing of of 64, they've got a couple of levels that are hardcore tributes to 64 with a lot of the music yeah. and 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 a lot of the secondary characters make a return and stuff like that. And the reason they keep going back to it is because it is just this perfect little slice. And that's the thing that makes it quite hard to make a new Star Fox as well, because really yeah. um they've done it. They've made this absolute Perfect machine of a game yeah. that lasts the perfect amount of time, but has wonderful depth. For if you want to get a bit more out of it, it doesn't feel like when you paid fifty pounds for it at the time, it didn't feel like you were getting shortchanged,
1: yeah, despite yeah. the fact yeah, it was yeah. only an
3: hour and a half long. And yet, yeah, it's just wonderful. How long does it take to like do everything in that game?
1: Like if you were, if you were, like I don't know how you would measure it, but if you were going a hundred percent
3: that again. so there's two there's, there's two answers to that question i guess which the first answer is if you just wanted to see all the levels yeah e, you know everything on easy route everything on uh, hard route and everything in between um you could probably do that in three or four run throughs okay um so you know in, we're talking about six hours okay now they yeah, also yeah. have a thing where there's medals and the medals are they don't actually do anything um well if you get them all you unlock a thing for multiplayer but who cares um but the medals are like achieved by getting very very high scores on every single level and some yeah, of the levels yeah. are quite easy to get get uh medals on some of them are so fucking hard to get uh medals on it's things like you have to in order to have the chance you really need to enter the level under certain conditions with wingmates either with you or without you because it changes the enemy spawns and stuff like that and so to hell. do that that's where i've done that but to do that, that is like a big commitment and you're thinking about it. But I don't really count that towards the one hundred percent because that's just replaying loads of content you've seen or it's like getting a thousand gamer score. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yeah. but yeah, to see everything, it's I would say, you know, three or four run throughs. If you if yeah. you knew what you were doing and you knew where you were looking. That's not that that's about that's basically an afternoon right yeah okay okay
1: all right fair enough i thought i was gonna trip you up there but but it didn't (laughs) all right okay so uh moving on uh i don't think i don't i think it's only martin that's actually told me what they're picking this week uh so i'm I'm quite excited i'm finding out i'm I'm learning as we go uh rebecca what have you got oh
2: so um as with alex i up until pretty much the last minute was trying to like lock in my pick because there's so much there is so much talk about um because i'm big into indie games um as you might know um, yeah um yeah, I, yeah. I i do another podcast which is an indie gaming podcast check out indie venture podcast i have got permission to mention it um
0: and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so
2: so many indie <laughs> games oh, it's fine it's fine corporate overlords don't perceive me it's okay i'm allowed yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Um, yeah, but um, it's there's fine. so, it's so many so many indie games you can complete in a single sitting. Like famous ones like Gone Home and Unpacking would be like really good examples. And there's like personal favorites of mine, yeah, like A Year yeah. of Springs. I love A Year of Springs. I nearly picked that. Um, but, yeah. but on my other podcast, we do have an episode scheduled in on this exact same topic, but we can only mention indie games. So it's like, I'm going to avoid the overlap and do a little bit of a promo. And I've mentioned this podcast on there, so it's fine. But... Um, <laughs> But one game that I actually won't be mentioning on that one, despite being one of my favorite games, um, so I'm going to bring it now, is The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which is definitely Mm. my pick uh, for this. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: And obviously anyone who's encountered me in any sense for more than about 20 minutes before will know that I love Life is Strange, the the whole sprawling superhero coming of age um, adventure game franchise. Uh, There have been four main games now, but there have also been some side games and The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit is one of those side games which was released as a free playable teaser for Life is Strange 2, actually the third main game. Don't worry about it too much, that's not the point right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Um But I really, I love that game. It is, it is, in my opinion, it's just like a really perfect little game. Just, the fact that you pay nothing for it, you go in with very yeah. low expectations. But when you actually... it's the same quality as the paid games in the series which is a fantastic place to start from it's just short it's just you know, it's just compressed it down into literally. I think to one hundred percent, this game is about three hours. I think. Okay. So for me, that's a perfect afternoon because, like, that's I quite
1: respectable actually. I'm so <laughs> glad that game. you
2: specified what a single sitting was because I don't have kids, but I am in my thirties and I have no. time. like the amount of times in my life I can now sit for more than two hours at a stretch and play a video game. Very very rare. So I do yeah, love. Yeah. I do love like a perfect little short game. Um, and the thing about Captain Spirit is that it is also set in more or less real time, which I think is a really nice way of structuring oh, that's a, cool. a game yeah. that can be completed in a single sitting to have it basically more, more or less running in real time for the character as well, which is really nice. Um, the conceit being that you're playing as a nine-year-old boy um, on a Saturday morning and you're just kind of going through his Saturday morning with him, which sounds boring, but it's, For one thing, it's got the sort of everything that makes the whole Life is Strange series so charming. It's got like the beautiful music, the beautiful animation. It's got the very intense emotional beats as well. Um, It goes some places, like some devastating places. I will say Life is Strange is known for being a series that makes people cry. I love it, but I've only cried once at it and it was at a moment in the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. So that's kind of the baseline. You're gonna get your, your gut wrenched by this. But the reason I think it is such a great game is because it's about play. So it's kind of a meta game in that mm. sense because it's very literally happening. It's this little boy playing in his house on a Saturday morning. It's like December, so it's been snowing because he's in Oregon, so he can like go and make a snowman. He can sort of like play with his toys in his bedroom, all of these things. But it also takes place on this level where he's imagining that he has superpowers, yeah, yeah, um, which some yeah. characters in Life is Strange literally do, but this kid doesn't, and he's not aware of them okay. yet, yet because it does come up later. But he's kind of there is a layer of imagination within the game and different button pushes can kind of filter that layer of imagination over what he does. So you can complete a task normally, or you can press like L2 on controller or something. And his imagination kind of takes over a little bit of the scene, which I think is, it's adorable. It's, I'm not usually a big fan of kid protagonists in games, but this kid, Chris, oh my God, I love him so much. He's like (laughs) my sweet baby. I just want to protect him. Um, this sounds amazing it's so good it's so lovely i never got that far in
1: life is strange because i i I really enjoyed what i played this is going to sound um (laughs) this is going to sound awful but i didn't hearing it described as a sort of a franchise that's kind of about superheroes coming of age i was like is it oh shit i mean i knew about like the i I knew that the um the in the first game you have the, the, the rewinding time mechanic and everything like i'm not a not a complete idiot but like I didn't know it could be described in those terms and now I'm like oh shit I need to play this properly because I played like the first basically the first episode of the first game and I think a bit of the second one I really loved it and I loved how like um how like well realized the environments are and stuff and how you like you really feel like you're in uh, like uh you know like a, a young woman's bedroom that she lives in for example and you you really feel like you're in somebody's house you really feel it's like all these sort of environmental detail is a hundred percent the way people talk to each other feels natural i know that the series is. Like, there's a bit of a meme <laughs> about the way she talks about, like, uh, the Final Fantasy movie and stuff like that. But, like,
2: yeah. good film.
3: Square yeah. Squiry- <laughs> <Yeah>. Enix
1: <laughs> had their hand in there, it's didn't it's
3: they? Yeah. It's <laughs> certainly <laughs> the best Final Fantasy film. I'll tell you that yeah, much. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that a what I'd say is, I wish there was more like this because I do like this game, but also, yeah, it, yeah. it, it brings to mind something that I thought about for this episode, which is Dead Rising 2K Zero. Yeah. Which was what 2 2.99 or something like that on xbox live marketplace and it was an exclusive much as this is to life is strange uh 2. it was or is it was it the first it was the second one right Life is
2: life strange 2 yeah
3: yeah yeah um much as this is to that it was an exclusive it was a demo but not a demo so it was put out yeah, to try yeah, to sell yeah. you the yeah. full game and in, in the case of dead rising case zero it was it was a prequel starring the character, the main character of Dead Rising 2 that bridged the first game and the second game. And it literally, it, much as you said, because it takes place over, you know, in a semi-real time, that's obviously the Dead Rising gimmick. So
1: the storyline
3: of Case Zero is literally only 12 hours of Dead Rising time long, which means it's two hours long. That's it. Yeah. So it's wow. Really yeah, yeah. interesting, fascinating. It's really sad actually because even though Dead Rising Two is on everything else, that is still Xbox Three Sixty exclusive. Oh no, I hate when so, that happens.
2: It winds
3: me up. Yeah, and 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 but it, and it, it, you know, if you completed it, it gave you unlocks in the main Dead Rising Two and stuff as well. But that, but it, it brings to mind that and I'd love to see that more often. See companies put out small slices, even if they're yeah, not free, yeah, yeah, that yeah. are sort of standalone stories that tee you up for yeah the, mm. the big game
2: yeah you it's like what? getting your dlc first right it's just a different yeah in a way experience
1: yeah yeah, yeah like i really love the you know the assassin's creed kind of hub idea uh, you know mm-hmm. when they were i can't remember what it was called but because i'm old but like you know they were talking about this idea that it would just be like little vignettes i love the idea of because i love assassin's creed but i don't have like 600 hours to spend on fucking walking through mud huts in in viking england like so um like the idea of like a sort of six hour assassin's creed sort of, you know standalone story that that's like a fiver you know that sounds incredible to me i love that idea so you can kind of play around in that world that you like and but you know it's not a big commitment
3: Ironically, um, when I heard the Call of Duty campaign this year was only three hours long, I was like, "That's a plus for me." But then apparently, <laughs> but then apparently it's shite. So obviously that yeah, that's not apparently
1: it's just like war zone assets <laughs> that they've. It's just like you know when they used to try and put a. A really crap single-player campaign into like like Unreal Three or something, yeah. And it was just like it was just like you know like like with guys from the office doing a bit of VO. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> get it's uh, get like the barista from around the corner to voice a grunt or something. And it was like apparently it's like that. It's really cobbled together. Sharif hated it. So uh yeah. Um All right. Okay. Moving on. Mark, what have you got for us? Because uh, I feel like. I feel like you've got a really good pick
0: right so what i'm not gonna do to start off with is do a massive long list of games that i could have nominated because my life runs like the german railways and i locked <laughs> this in on monday morning um
1: so off what I, what I am immediately
0: gonna do is completely date when this is being recorded because tomorrow or today possibly um like a dragon gaiden the man uh, who erased mm. his name, which is one of the most um, concisely titled video games that's ever been put out, comes yeah. out um, and I've gone with a Yakuza title it's called Streets of Kamurocho and basically it's a thing that Sega put out um, back when it had its 60th anniversary back in 2020 and it was basically a piece of pre that they put out on Steam and it's just a reskin of the first level of Streets of Rage 2 <laughs> but with the Yakuza makeover yep I love they
3: also it. did a so, Gold Max one right I can't remember what that was
0: I, I can't remember about that but yes basically this game is first level of Streets of Rage 2 you're walking through the streets of Kawaracho there's loads of <laughs> all of the land box that you remember there's the bar called Serena there's the um, yeah. which way do the
1: stairs I... go though that's the real question yes uh, <laughs> there's the um,
0: there's the soap land that I think Goromajo drives either a bulldozer or a lorry through at some point in the series just on a whim. Yeah. Um but yes, basically you walk through the streets beating people up in Streets of Rage style. It's all of the move sets from that game. Um there's three boss fights. Um one of them is the Chinese mafia guy that's in a bunch of the early yakuza's. Yeah. Um one of them is Akira Nishikamura's um underling And then the final one is Akira Nishkama, and you walk into the bit where he is. He's in an alleyway for some reason, out the back of um, Bacchus, the bar. And you walk out, he's surrounded by goons. He immediately, his first move is just to rip his shirt off, which, okay. (laughs) Um, But yes, but basically, it's a very short game where you just walk through all of these, beating them up, and you can either play as Kiryu, Majima, or the prize that you get for beating it one time is unlocking Ichiban as yeah. the third character. Um, but yes, I've looked it up on the incredibly reputable how long to beat. Um, a main story playthrough of this game takes 21 minutes. A <laughs> okay. a completionist playthrough of this game takes 36. <laughs> and What I thought it would be interesting to do is try and quantify that in the only terms that you can for the Yakuza series by comparing it to the length of karaoke songs. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I've prepared this. Um,
2: this is great.
0: Bak- tai, a song with the title of which sounds very funny in my accent, I'm aware. Um, according to the version that's on Spotify, is five minutes long, so... In one completionist playthrough of this game, you can listen to that about seven times, yeah, back-to-back. Um, back. <laughs> um, if you wanted to do, fittingly for a game that stars Akira and Ishikama, the the um, Judgment Duet that him and you do in Yakuza 0, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you could fit that in nine times-ish. Um, if you wanted a bit of Majima, 24 Hours Cinderella is just under nine times. And finally, the most important one, the Majima construction theme. That's about three minutes, so you can listen to that twelve times in a completionist <laughs> playthrough of this game. And the thing about it is that in terms of replayability, yeah. once you complete it, it just loops on a harder difficulty. So you can go yeah. forever. Oh. That the high score on yeah. the leaderboards for it is somebody who's got like a million um one point two billion points or something. And you get about fifty thousand ish per go through. So basically you can sit for as long as you want on an afternoon and just play it over and over again, try and beat your high yeah, score once you've got through it the first time and it's a wonderful way to celebrate the beat-em-up origins of the Yakuza series, which obviously with Gaiden, that's the whole thing that they've gone back to, traditional beat-em-up instead of the turn-based that they've now switched to for the main entries.
3: Yeah. The only thing about this is is, <laughs> is uh, it's a beautiful pick and I, and, I, and I love it and appreciate it but it is a a, a, a sort of fun anniversary mashup that you can't even get anymore, but that's not the point.
0: You can but, actually.
3: Well, yeah, you can, but not in not in the intended way, right? Like it's been delisted from Steam. I
0: I don't know the the intended way is getting up a Reddit post that has a link that you put into your browser, <laughs> and it pops up in your library. That's how you are meant to do it. only yeah, yeah. Hamilton way.
3: But it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it is ultimately almost like. Almost like a ROM hack of Streets of Rage Two, which is one of the best games of all time, and is mm. only about an hour and a half long. Mm. That—that's—that's that's where I take my my issue is that there's <laughs> a beautiful game that's only an hour and a half long, um, that you can play, which includes the first level and another. Six, are you are
1: you essentially levels? complaining that Mark didn't pick Streets of Rage?
0: What is what, 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 what he's doing is com- is complaining is complaining that I'm only twenty four. That's, <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. That's what it boils yeah, down that's to. A yeah,
2: a fair complaint. Uphold that, Jim. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll, I'll allow it.
1: <laughs> Disqualified for being young. Um, but yeah, so uh, what I love about this is the fact that like me and. Steve Burns used to work with on on Video Gamer Um, we talked about Yakuza quite a lot and and Burns used to have a wonderful a man of many wonderful turns of phrase but he liked Yakuza because he said hearken back to the to the days when gaming and gaming was never better than this in his mind it all went downhill when games stopped being about going from left to right battering people and listening to rad techno and that's Yakuza basically is a modern equivalent of that it is it is well like, people it,
3: always people always say oh uh yakuza is a, a follower a, a successor to Shenmue," and i'm like no it's not it's a successor it's to streets of rage yeah like yeah. that is the you know the, the new games that are rpgs a bit more complicated but the lineage yeah. really is streets of rage or bare knuckle as you call it through yeah, to yeah, Yakuza yeah. and like they obviously looked at Shenmue a little bit but Shenmue is like a clunky fighting game that's been grafted on well no, an extremely smooth fighting game, sorry Virtual yeah. Fight fans don't kill me, that's been grafted onto a pretty shit RPG <laughs> yeah. um, and I say this with a lot of love for Shenmue in my heart I do like it is a Shenmue. pretty shit RPG I do love Shenmue um, but it's you know, fucking hard
1: going isn't it I'm
3: someone who likes <laughs> I'm someone who likes Shenmue enough that where when I was in Japan I specifically made a detour to Yokosuka to sort of walk through the streets
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. that
3: it's set in and yet I will admit <laughs> it's a bit shit and, it is a bit
1: shit yeah, yeah.
3: but really yeah. it's yeah it's Yakuza's it's, it's, yeah, modern streets of rage especially the Kiyu yeah rides. yeah
1: it really yeah. is it really is it's like what, what do you do this, this is the thing before the Streets of Rage did come out with like a great new game like when that franchise was dead and people there would be like I knew a guy who like worked at um, Ruffian who did a pitch for it like way back before Streets of Rage 4 actually came out remember me, me and Burns were talking about it and, and we were like but like there's no need to re to reboot Streets of Rage because if you want a modern Streets of Rage, it's right there. It's Yakuza. Because what do you do? How do you modernize Streets of Rage? You give it, you make it a little bit open world. You give it a bit of story, and then and then you 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 go about smacking people on the head with. Well, you know what stuff. you do.
3: You know what you do. Yeah. And I've yeah. said this before. I've said this to people at Sega. If you want to bring <laughs> that series back, you literally just make one of those games in that engine. But it's set in the US. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. set in like almost like RoboCop Detroit sort of yeah. US. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, that, that's what you do, but you literally just make it in 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 the in in their engine and everything. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But then they came out with a pretty good Streets of Rage four. So you know, it was and, right. and
3: they came out with this right. This this mm-hmm. this Streets Camarote is 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 a firm reminder of how good those games are.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. just to just to jump in. It's a good kind of because obviously people my age because we didn't grow up with stuff Mm -hmm. like that it's hard to appreciate sometimes the fact that that is the origins of these things that we now love that have grown into what they are Mm -hmm. so I I think this is a good way to kind of go back and appreciate even if without having to commit to I'm gonna play through one of the original Streets of Rage's and get used to <laughs> all, all of the stuff that I won't be used to and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but you should. Like, to, you should to try it, and should. like roll back oh. your quality of life expectations by 25 to 30 years and like, <laughs> well, oh,
0: games were shit then. <laughs> it, it's it's the, it's the it's what I call the Morrowind problem for me. It's a game that I sh- <laughs> it's, it's a game that I should love, but there's no waypoints and you have to follow actual physical directions given to you by NPCs, Oh which, no, but which as a, as a Gen Zer it K- yeah. kills me i can't deal with it My brain i think, explodes.
3: i think that's a problem of 3d games i think early 3d games are very difficult for for modern players to go back to but i think in the 2d space 2d games of that era are so refined that you don't run into that problem as much like if you've got a a 10 year old who's been playing Mario Wonder and loves Mario Wonder you can drop him in front of Super Mario World and the main thing he'll probably run up against is how hard it is but other than that it's completely playable so I think for 2D games you can get away with it a little bit more it's interesting though to think about I'm just old so (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I uh, I'm shy at games.
1: I was shy at games back then, so I prefer them now because because like they're all they're all easy. They're made for idiots, so like of which I am one. Like it's not a complaint. So uh, Streets of Rage was the first game I ever completed, and it took me like my entire like what felt like an entire summer. Um, God, when it rolled credits on that,
3: I was like, I've done it. Fuck, I, I've done I it. still don't have the um all the gamer score in golden axe on 360 and i didn't i didn't remember they ported all those games they did like golden axe 1 2 and streets of rage 1 2 and 3 and i got full gamer score i think in all of them but for some reason i could not fucking do the first golden axe game and i used to be able to do it as a kid but i could not do i like i don't know if my reflexes had got worse over the 10 years in between the two versions or whatever it was but Yeah, yeah probably yeah.
1: yeah, just like, like old bad reflexes, probably slightly arthritic, you know.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm just still reeling at the concept of like rolling credits on a game. I feel like one of the reasons that I like this topic so much is that if I can't complete it in an afternoon, it's getting picked away at for years and years and years. And yeah. there's maybe a 50% chance that I'll eventually see the end of it.
1: Yeah, that's so- how I feel about uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've I've, 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 like, I've, like, I've completed every other <laughs> Assassin's Creed game. Multiple times, and like usually in like you know, like a week or maybe a month. But Valhalla has just it's destroyed my deter- It's like it's it's actually made me hate that fucking series a little bit, which I'm sure um, most people kind of hate it anyway. So they're I'm so sure bloated,
3: that's... is the problem, right? Yeah. Like, that, that's that's the thing for me. They're just it's just, so it's too much stuff. Just, just just do
1: just do that, but less stuff. Come on. <laughs> Like you know, everyone when Spider-Man Two came out, half the reviews were praising the fact that it wasn't full of shit (laughs) to get on with. You know, right? And then then people went,
3: yeah. And then people went, it's only twenty hours. What a disgrace! (laughs) Yeah, it's only twenty hours. Same
2: length as the first one. Great, fantastic. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it's only twenty hours because it doesn't have like
2: yeah, it's not got (laughs) sixty
1: hours of fucking icon janitor nonsense. Like Mm. anyway we're going off on one now right okay i need to pick something so uh i need to play that fucking music in the last episode we recorded i wasn't even doing the judging it was sharif and everyone still insisted that this get played i was like it doesn't even make sense and sharif was like why didn't you commission one with my name in it i'm like because i'm not that fucking organized but okay Okay, so sorry, Dave, Dave Palmer, but uh, <laughs> I've grown to despise it and you. Uh, right, okay, so uh, so it's the best game that you can complete in one sitting. We have *Lylat Wars*, uh, we have *The Adventures of Captain Spirit*, and we have uh, *Streets of Camarocho. I'm so I fucking remembered all of those in one go. You you'll believe the, the amount of times because I've got a memory. I've got a brain like a, a pensioner, and like there was one time when I'd forgotten the game. Alex picked and he was <laughs> you were fucking raging. I was like what did you pick again? You were like fucking hang on. It was this. I can't remember now. So <laughs> I can't uh, remember yeah, there so yeah. <laughs> Um right. Oh. So uh let's let's go through it. So uh Lilith Wars uh, yeah I mean that's that's like that is from the era where all games were like two hours or
3: I don't know. know it was sort of cusping out of that though I think because oh, like, I suppose yeah yeah it was kind you of like, a, it, like yeah. but what what are that game's peers that were released like around it and you got like Mario 64 which is a good 15 hour game yeah yeah yeah. and then you've got and you think about it, even like Mario World back on the SNES I reckon yeah, that's a good... True. That's a good eight... Uh, you got like, like,
1: Impossible on the N64 um, and shit. Yeah.
3: Obviously, Zelda was... was yeah. Ocarina of Time was Nintendo's next big game after that. And that is a good 20-hour beasty, meaty game. So yeah. it's sort of the last of its breed, which is why they have really struggled to do a star fox game ever since and that's the last good one because every star fox game since they've shoved it full of shite because they don't <laughs> think they can release a two-hour <laughs> game so they put in crap on foot sections or strategy sections yeah. or whatever um yeah. and that's why it's the the last good star fox yeah. because no one's got the balls now to release a game like that yeah, yeah. it was sort of the last of its kind so you got like so
1: yeah so okay so you got like the last of a dying breed uh, in, in the former Lylat Wars, um, I really love like Streets of Camarocho I love how I love that that's a callback to the origins of the of the the Akaza series, as we as we were talking about. Because it really is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it really is and, and I, i've got a, like a special connection to that as well as like, i say like the first streets of rage game is the first game i ever rolled credits on and i felt really proud of myself but i shouldn't have because like no other kid took like fucking you know 500 attempts to finish that most of my friends had like you know done that in three sittings but like you know i've always uh, i've always had the fingers of a fat balding man so uh <laughs> i aged into the hands really um so <laughs> um so i love it but uh oh, oh as alex points out though it is like uh it's a it, it's a it's an anniversary mashup you can't even get it anymore without doing some andy hamilton sort of like fakery <laughs> and uh so is is it is it really a game i mean yeah probably but uh but i need to i need to come up with reasons not to pick things but the one that i really loved uh how you described uh the adventures of captain spirit and uh i think that series is great i really need to play more of it
2: definitely and, i like that uh, it's done its job here because it is a teaser to get you to play the other games and just yeah, describing yeah. it seems to have it's, worked it's
1: absolutely it's worked in real time there we go <laughs> yeah. so um yeah and it's uh like i love contained stories like that and i love the um the, the fact that when it's like a it's like a linear narrative and you you can i mean you can you know you can obviously play through it multiple times but i love that it's like it is one and done and oh. it's like it's like you have completed it in one sitting like you've done you've seen everything it's there it is apart from like possibly some collectibles or some you know the odd like secret area but it's basically like this is like uh this is like a very self-contained episode and i think that's like just perfectly in the wheelhouse of the topic because uh marks can go on forever if you let it (laughs) just like alex and uh Lil- <laughs> and uh Lil at wars as we've established is an old game and therefore bad so it's got to be the adventures of captain spirit nice. so uh Thank there we you. go lovely <laughs> um i'm gonna get we're gonna get complaints about that
2: how mm, can you It's literally it? the last one i expected to win of all the things that i've picked since i appeared on this podcast i was yeah. like
3: i'm just gonna throw this one in for fun i actually don't mind that one i like that one so I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 relatively content with that one so you actually mentioned i should say i, I said I was umming an iron between two games my other game was unpacking oh yes
2: very very good single sitting game in fact i yeah. i had COVID when i played it for the first time and i literally just sat and you know couldn't move yeah. unpacked a house it was lovely <laughs>
1: It came out when I like had just moved house and that was already like really fresh trauma.
2: Same. It was the week I moved house last time and I was yeah. furious when it came out because <laughs> everyone was recommending it and I was like get around here and help me rather than doing this digitally, why don't you? Yeah. But then like 6 months later I came back to it and did yeah. really enjoy it. It, it, so. it
3: came out yeah. like the second week of my daughter's life. So and oh. I just remember <laughs> and and I, and I remember like getting a code for it and I wasn't technically at work, but just been like, yeah, I'll play this. And it was perfect for, you know, you're tired and miserable and you're in between nappy changes, feeds, stuff like that. It was a great game for that because I couldn't bring myself to play anything else. I was too tired. Mm. Um, It was very much my COVID experience of it as well. It
2: was like, can't peel myself off the sofa. What shall I do for the next mm -hmm. three, four hours? Yeah. Very good game for that.
1: Lovely. Cool. All right. Uh, oh, the, the Adventures of Captain Spirit is the best game that you can complete in one sitting. Oh. We've decided it's, uh, it's official now. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Alex. Uh, but... <laughs> Next
0: time. It's, all, it's all right. I'm, I'm raging, but I'm now going to take that rage out playing Streets of camera <laughs> <laughs>
1: we were talking earlier about how when connor doesn't win he's really really good at seeming incredibly like genuinely annoyed about it so every time he doesn't win i feel bad and i feel i feel mark i feel like you're you're also really good at that as well <laughs> uh it's just like it's just the historic sort of like uh uh the stone face kind of like, I refuse to engage in the rest of this now. I'm going to punish you for it emotionally. <laughs> letting right, the
0: world posher with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks very much, everyone. Please uh, leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice if you think we deserve it. If you don't think we deserve it, just don't say anything. Just just leave it. Uh, but uh, And please leave a comment below. If you have a better suggestion than anyone on the panel, or uh, if you really agree quite strongly, if you just want to shout at one of us and just just don't, because it's, it's it's not nice. You don't need Unless that negative Connor. energy in your life. Unless it's Connor, yeah, who's not here. But <laughs> not even here. Might as well. Might, <laughs> might as well stick the boot in, everyone else does. Okay, thanks very much, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>